With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. No one has hurt their image in the span of a week strictly on the basketball court. I, mean, I was going to say, out, you got to stipulate the, to Oh, the yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I'm court. talking about just bad. I don't mean like somebody getting in trouble off the court for something and then ruining their career. I mean, who has ruined their brand quicker just by how they're acting on the basketball court faster than James Harden? A week ago, it was how many teams are going to line up for James Harden. How many teams are? Harden's a guy. He can fit right in. What, what did I say? He can, if, if they got rid of Kyrie Irving off the nets and put James Harden there, I like that. Harden's got to go to Golden State. Harden's got to go. And now, after today, the double whammy of the ESPN uh, Insider article on him and his press conference that he had today, and you see teams going, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we're going to make that offer for Harden. I, I really don't. Right. The only teams that'll make the offers for James Harden right now after today are going to be teams where the players are running the show, like where Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving walk in and say, "You got to do this, or we're not going to play." You know, when players are really running the show, those are the only teams. Hey, go get James. He's my friend. He's good. I love James. Go get him. And and your basketball people say, well, hang on a second. James Harden is just he's shown he doesn't really care about basketball. How much does he really care about it? Look at what he's done. No, no, no. Go get James. Do you want me to go over your head? I'll go over your head. Those are the only teams that are going to get go for James Harden after what's gone on in the past couple of days, and especially that double whammy today. All right, let's deal with first things first. The ESPN report 
that came out on James Harden's time with the Rockets. Now, Harden makes his debut last night. He doesn't look like he's in shape at all and didn't talk to the media last night. Well, today you probably woke up and saw this bombshell of a column that came out on what life has been like with the Rockets the past few years while James Harden has been there. And let's just say it's very similar to the report we saw on the L.A. Clippers, that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were calling all the shots. They were calling the practice times, when they practiced, when they didn't, when they were late for practice, it was okay. There was no accountability for the Clippers. This is what's been reported with the Rockets and James Harden, that Harden calls all the personnel shots, including getting rid of Chris Paul and Dwight Howard. Uh, did he call him into his office and say, hey, listen, I'm dressing in the suit today. You guys are gone. I'm sorry, CP. It's, it's Ooh, not going to work for you. That next level right I'm there. sorry. Hey, listen, you need to go, go to the big man's office. Oh, Tillman Fertitta? I got to go. No, no, no. Oh, Mike D'Antoni? No, 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 no. Daryl Morey? No, no. Where am I going? You got to go see Harden. He's waiting He's for you in his office. He's got a chair at the end, yeah. of the, uh, uh, yeah. end of the hallway. Go into that room. But I thought that was empty. Nope. Yeah, uh, he just has a big chair. <laughs> CP3, I'm sorry, it just hasn't worked out, and Harden's going to let you go. So Harden was the guy who called all the personnel shots, and every time the team had a couple of days off, he would leave to go somewhere to go party. But according to sources with the team, we knew he was going to come back and score 50 points with a triple-double, so nobody really cared. Uh, everything was always late. Practice times were late. Practice time, There was no accountability in film sessions. Russell Westbrook at one point last season got so mad when James Harden didn't show up because he decided to get a COVID test right before the film session. He yelled, start the film without him, and Mike D'Antoni said, we're just going to have to start it over when he shows up. So they had to wait for James Harden. Sources Can I on the team pause say, you right there? Go ahead, buddy. Do you really need to pause, at least on the defensive side of things, for James Harden? Because he's not there. <laughs> I, think, I, think no. you would, I think you were going to be okay. Do you think they're showing defense in the film sessions? It's just showing offensive possessions with James Harden. What happened on this? Oh, the other team went down and scored. Now, here's the James next time just, we had the ball. James decided that defense doesn't matter here. <laughs> uh, sources with the team say the Rockets were like an organized AAU team with the way they treated things. And they empowered James Harden to be able to make all the decisions and call all the shots. So in, in, a, in a big story, which is really, really interesting, I always give credit where credit's due when someone does a good job on things. And this is real some kind of, uh, this is really some kind of inside report of what life was like with the Houston Rockets. He calls the personnel shots. He would leave the team to party with multiple days off. Uh, and everything was late. He w- you know, whatever the practice schedule was, was around James Harden. Nothing surprises me here. The first thing I'm going to say is I feel foolish. I feel foolish. I'm just like Rocket. I, now I feel foolish. I feel so foolish for picking the Rockets to win the title. I feel like an idiot. I feel like an absolute idiot that I picked the Rockets. And, I, and, and, and my gritty, gutty Miami Heat team that I picked to go to the finals before the playoffs started, the fact that they got there and I fell victim to, oh, here's how the small ball is going to work. And it did work. And that's the whole thing. Small ball worked and then when the bubble came back it didn't and Harden didn't get along with Westbrook who he wanted to come into play and then Westbrook had to go I feel foolish I feel foolish that I picked the Rockets to win it all I'm like the biggest idiot in the world because I will never fall victim to that again and I I feel awful that I actually I said this we're on over 400 stations across the coast and we're on satellite we're on and I said the Rockets are going to win the title I feel so foolish I'm, again, like we're but sitting around here, a bunch of jackasses just sitting around in a circle, <laughs> bunch of jackasses. I feel like the biggest fool that I picked the Rockets to win the championship. Yeah, but but how could you have known? You could have assumed uh, there was probably a little bit of organized chaos. The story of the retirement of a jersey in a strip club probably makes you wonder what goes on after hours and, and, and in terms of adhering to any team schedule. Sure, but you didn't have any hard proof. You didn't have any hard proof. So you had to, you know, just assume that for those 48 minutes each night on the court, you were going to get the best of James Harden. And this is where you start playing, you know, suddenly or one of those classic rock songs. Uh, and and we, we start scrolling up some of James Harden's greatest hits because we, we, we were hoodwinked. You were hoodwinked. I mean, this is this is like Josh Jacobs saying, I'm not playing and perpetrating a fraud on fantasy owners. This is LeBron James saying he's coming to blaze pizza 
At least that's mm. how you interpret it in your neighborhood, as well as hundreds of your closest friends uh, <laughs> and shutting down traffic in that part of town. Uh, this this is along those lines. You really thought you were getting a, a rock solid effort and instead uh, you got hoodwinked. I am a dope and an idiot. I, I really, I am. I, I feel. I, hey, I feel so foolish right Thank now. You. I really, I feel terrible. I feel, I feel like I let everybody down. But I, I really kind of redeemed myself with the Heat because nobody picked the Heat. So I feel like okay, well, I gave you the Rockets, but I also gave you the Heat. So maybe that's now a zero something. Right. Instead of, hey, picking the heat, boy, this guy, this guy is great. This guy is awesome. He is really with it. Boy, Jason Smith is this. That is all these things. Now I've, I've gone to, well, he gave us the heat. So now, all right. So now I'll give him another chance. That's kind no, of where I feel no, like see, I, now I, I it, it's it. buying out all my losses now. Yeah, all the money I, I had, I tr- now i got to buy Trump my losses. all that. Now I'm sitting there with, uh, I kinged, uh, kinged it all by uh, predicting the Marlins to win a playoff round because nobody in their right mind who's ever thought about anything uh, related to sports predictions would have gone down that road and predicted them to make the playoffs. This guy did. So you want to talk crazy? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I am an, I'm an idiot. I'm an absolute idiot. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a big day, Mike Harmon, because this is a day maybe a little bit more spring in my step today, maybe a little bit more happiness. You know, the, just like Lamar Jackson after getting to go to the bathroom and getting right back on the field. I feel great. I get to our touchdown passes. Yeah, I mean, 24 hours until Raiders Chargers. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, look, we're, al- we're almost there. We're almost wow. there. That wasn't uh, what you were talking about. <laughs> No, but it is exciting. Yeah, look, we, we I feel like I feel like we have a dearth of nights in between games now. Like, oh, we got two nights without an NFL game. <laughs> this is this sucks, man. Usually <laughs> we got a Monday night game, sometimes two. Then we'll play on Tuesday. Then we got a game Wednesday afternoon. Then the Thursday game. What, what is this with two days in between games? This is ridiculous. I can't I can't, I can't stand this. I don't, I don't know what we're gonna do here. Uh, but. Today, there is a lot of attention, as, as it comes up every few days, on Trevor Lawrence and his future in the National Football League. Right? ESPN did a whole big expose today about, could Trevor Lawrence really say no to the Jets? Could he really pull the power play and say, I don't want to go here, I want to go someplace else? Right? The story that every few days this comes up, and it's going to be the narrative all the way through, up until the draft, up until something happens when we get to the Jets making that first pick. Right, all this is a big deal. But today, Trevor Lawrence went on the Dan Patrick show right here on Fox Sports Radio. And Dan, look, Dan is one of the best interviewers I've ever seen in mm-hmm. sports. There's a certain way that I, I wish, you know, that, that I could be able to do interviews the way Dan does. And, and look, Dan's got a great system set up with him and his producers. When his producers hear something, hey, wait, go here. And, you know, when I fill in for Dan, it was kind of like that. Hey, wait, ask him this because he just said this. And, the, and it's a great system. And Dan just keeps everybody at ease. And he finds a way to ask the difficult questions in a very disarming way. And it's awesome. It's awesome to listen to. I mean, that, that, that should be a a school class on, hey, how do you do great interviews? And Dan Patrick does them. And he asked Trevor Lawrence his feelings about the Jets about 25 ways to Sunday, looking for something of, hey, I'm going to make that decision later on. I don't know yet. But there was nothing in the interview that told you that Trevor Lawrence was going to say, I'm pulling a power play and I am not going to go to the Jets. Here's the big crux of the statement of Trevor Lawrence Dan Patrick asked him, the Jets are embarrassed. Have you seen him play? All of these things. And here's Trevor Lawrence's answer. Have you watched the Jets, Trevor? <laughs> I haven't really, honestly. I'll be, obviously, <laughs> Don't. Honestly, I know some of this stuff I say sounds cliche, but just to have the opportunity to go somewhere, help someone rebuild if that's what it is or, or whatever, and just win. That's what, you know, something I love doing. I think that's what I'm best at is, is winning. Just to have that chance, obviously some places it'll be more of a challenge than others, but I think I'm up for it. And that, that, that'll that get here when, it, when it's here. Just trying to focus now on, on being great where I'm at. Trevor Lawrence, New York Jet. Get used to it. It's happening. All right, not that this is just the 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 end all be all, but if something was going to happen, here's Trevor Lawrence interview, and you're asked about, hey, what do you think about the future? If you've thought about it and you've thought about not going to the Jets, you're finding a way around that question. Right? You're finding a way to say, oh, you know, I, I don't know. The teams, I don't really know. We'll see what happens. There's a long time left in the season. You find a way to deflect that question. But he just said, hey, whether it's rebuilding, whatever it is, I want to go someplace, help a team, and go win. 
All right, there were many ways for him to dodge that question, and instead he leaned into it and said, yeah, it's a rebuilding situation because he knows that when you pick at the top of the draft, it's because you stink. It's not like suddenly you're going to go to Jacksonville and the world is great. They stink just as bad, and it's Jacksonville. So, and not that I shouldn't say that, but New York is New York and Jacksonville is Jacksonville. <laughs> I, you know, seriously, I have relatives in Jacksonville. I love I vacation in Jacksonville. I love Jacksonville, but New York is New York. And here's Trevor Lawrence saying, hey, you know what? Listen, rebuild, rebuild. If I'm part of that, I want to win. I'm a winner. I, I think I can go do this. This is not any part of him saying, oh, uh, yeah, we'll see. Not that it couldn't happen, but right now, you can tell by that answer, the interview he did with Dan today, that this is not on the table right now for him. That holding out and trying to work a trade someplace else is not on the table. No, that's good news for you. It's you the best news. To- it's, it's Steve Cohen becoming the Mets owner good. That's how good this is. Hey, man, maybe you end up getting uh, Arenado before it's all said and done. Oh, hey, 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 hey don't, don't give away a story we're going to do later on this hour. Yeah, I just, don't give I just that story lost, away. I just lost you for the rest of the, uh, rest of the <laughs> night uh, because you've been saying we, we get who we want. Get out of our way. Uh, with with Trevor Lawrence, I almost called him Sam. Uh, Sam's gone. <laughs> Says, who, Sam who is really what this becomes. For Trevor Lawrence, everything you'd believed about him at this point, uh, it all checks out that he's a guy that wants to play football, wants his shot, and isn't going to do the power play. I don't think we ever thought that. Folks have been trying to push the maybe he goes back to school, which – I, I would like to just get five minutes with him. I would take over the second half of that presentation uh, and let, let you do your pitch like before, uh, and then I'll come in and explain <laughs> why it's such a bad idea uh, to, to do that. But for the Jets, yeah, it's recognizing the rebuild. It's rare that you have a team that's drafting highly that is on some level competent and ready to go. Right? We thought that was going to be the case with the Chargers. This year, right? Based on all the injuries and everything in 2019. It's like, all right, this is going to work. And then a bunch of guys got hurt again. Some bad clock management, situational football. Sorry, Frostburg. Just have to uh, make my point. And so Justin Herbert going there, it's like, all right, this is beautiful. Now, he would have never seen the field had had it not been for the, well, the lung puncturing incident uh, with Terod Taylor, uh, but now you know what you have, and you can say, all right, it's a two-year jump because we, we would expect 2021, everything falls into place, and suddenly you're, you're competitive. Uh, with the Jets, it's going to take some time. A little time to think things over and then uh, make some new uh, calls in free agency. I didn't even get the laugh out of that. I uh, try, tried to know what love was. But the the idea for the Jets is, you, you, what do you have, five players? Six players that you say, all right, these are our guys? That leaves you 16 out of your starting 20. Hey, 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 oh, I, I like that. Hey, th- thanks, for, thanks for thinking we have that many, buddy. I appreciate well, that. Well, I, I, I gave you a couple of guys where they, they grade out as – uh, right? He, no, here's what we have. Here's what we have. We have Becton. Becton, right? sure. Who's going to be great. He's all, I mean, that. what a great well, pick. I already have him in Canton. Pro. Have you not listened to the oh, rhetoric by some of is, these guys? He is so good, Mekhi Becton. And he's so, still so raw, and he's so good already. We have Becton and Denzel Mims, who looks like he's going to be a player. So he finally, we got right, the yeah. draft right this year. Okay, that's all we have on offense. That's it. I mean, Crowder is nice in the slot. Crowder's a nice slot player. We have him. So those three guys. And then on defense, it's... Quinn Williams, and maybe Marcus May, who's going to be Marcus a free May agent. Is a pretty good player, but he might not be back because he's got to get right. paid. So you're talking about who you can count on for next year that's going to be any good, and it's Becton and Denzel Mims, who's okay, and Jamison Crowder, who's okay, could, and, could and just and let Quentin me give Williams. you six out of twenty-two, buddy. That's it, buddy. That's it. I, 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 I tried to, to fudge you the to six. Let me find the other six. Oh, because suddenly C.J. Mosley's going to say, I want to come back and be a Jet. Oh, now I'm coming back to play. And, yeah, you know, they, the Jets got, the Jets got three guys. We got three guys. We got, we got four guys. Oh, it's, uh, but thanks for getting me to six, buddy. I appreciate that. I tried, buddy. That's I, nice. I, I, That's I really nice. did. How about LaMichael yeah. Pirine? Will he be okay? Sure. Sure. He runs like a 6'9'40". No, he's going to be fine. I, I don't care. We, I mean, I compare him to Jerry Rice, man. It doesn't matter how fast you are. It's game speed. (laughs) And Lamar Jackson's pretty good. Oh, wait, Uh, wrong guy. Yeah, wrong guy. No, but, buddy, look, I mean, look, if if Trevor Lawrence 
was going to have any other narrative out there, it would have been it would be more careful right now. I mean, even for while well, he's in college, no, he knows what he's doing, and he's not going to throw out there, "Hey, I'm ready to go anywhere," and then suddenly go, "Oh, no, no, I changed my mind." All right, because then he's going to look disingenuous, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want that. Right? He wants to go number one overall. That's number one. That's the thing. This kid wants to come out. He wants to go number one. Nobody doesn't want to go number one. And if you don't want, if you really don't want the Jets to take you, then you start sending those signals pretty early, saying, sure. "Hey, this is what's out there. This is what's out there. You might want to trade the pick. You might want to do so." You don't come out like this if that's where you're going to wind up going. So I, I mean, outside of something crazy happening, like another team saying, "Hey, we're." We're going to hire Dabo Sweeney as our head coach. Uh, if, if that happens, then I might get a little nervous. But outside of that, I, I, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see it. This, this is why this is such great news today, because he leaned into the question. He didn't avoid it. And he said, I'm going to go somewhere where I, rebuilding is fine with me. The question was about the Jets. He answered about the Jets. Trevor Lawrence is okay. Right now, he's okay. Now, maybe he actually well, watches the games and does more yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, research and then says, oh, man, what was I thinking? i got to go back on the Dan Patrick show and say, hey, sorry, Dan, I, I, I wasn't really up for that when you asked me that. Well, but no, just, but this just, is where he's at right now. He's gonna Yeah, be but also, just remember, as you just said in your own words, he really didn't address the situation with the Jets. He just said, you know, he might as well have just gotten all cocky and puffed out his chest, go, well, yeah, as the, as the number one pick, I don't expect to go to an instant winner. It's my job to build it. Because <laughs> he, he avoided the Jets, right? Because he could have gone into a lot. Uh, hey, what happened to the beat reporter that you – no, uh, all of those things could have been on the table. Instead, he just went generic because he knows it could very well end up in Jacksonville too. How about that? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And James Harden, according to an ESPN report, comes out today. Oh, boy, is this a bombshell. He called all the personnel shots with the team, including getting rid of Chris Paul and Dwight Howard. He would leave the team to party when they had multiple days off in between games, but the team didn't care because when he came back, he would score 50 and put up a triple-double. Everything was always late. Practices. He was late for practice. It upset Russell Westbrook. Sources with the team say it was like an organized AAU ball club. These are also the criticisms leveled at Rick Buecher throughout his career. Uh, Fox Sports 1 NBA insider extraordinaire joins us now on the hotline. Rick, I know the whole thing about I really can't believe that you used to leave all the places you worked for when you had multiple days off to go party, but you would always come back with a big scoop, and they allowed that behavior to continue. There actually was a time in my life when that was not too far from the truth, my friend, but that was long before I had, uh, I had any success, and thank God that there were not uh, smartphones back in the day because... Uh, I don't know that I'd be where I am right now if that was the if that was the case. So, uh, but yeah. Um, look. So wait, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Rick Buecher last dance. Then is that what I have to wait for the stories? I gotta wait for that. Uh, you're gonna have to wait a lot longer because we don't have film. We don't have tape <laughs> of those days. That's that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting okay. to. Who yeah. would play you in the movie, Rick? Um. We, oh man. What do you think, Not, Mark you Paul Gosler? No, no, the, come on, yeah. come on. No, Ryan Gosling yeah. would be a good Rick Buecher, I think. I think okay, Ryan sure. Gosling would be pretty good. Yeah. Singing City of Stars. <laughs> uh, I, I've always had, I've always had a hankering for Val Kilmer playing me. What do you think of that? Ooh, ooh that'd be good. Ooh. I like it. Uh, okay, that if uh, sure, I, if you want to, <laughs> you're going back to like a Top Gun one Val Kilmer, right? That's what you're going back for. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah, we okay. could do all digital right, enhancing good. to make it all okay. work. Come on, guys. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of dig that. Val Kilmer is Rick Buecher. Boy, I would. I, I would, can't believe like we've gone. Right. I cannot believe we've gone this far. I was hoping to get in and out on that quick, and you guys immediately go to let. Can we, how, how can we make this work? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do, Rick. You know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So obviously, Rick, the, the James Harden stories. Look, none of us can say I don't believe this. Of course, we can believe this. Uh, yeah. is, is this all jibe with what you've heard with Harden? With life was been like with the Rockets the past few years, and this is why they are where they are. Look, some of the some of the details, some of the sort of details are are you know add a little spice to it. But for the most part, I, you know, I kind of laugh about it because it's like you know taking a private jet and partying in Vegas. There have been stories about him partying in Houston. Like, Houston can be a pretty good party town if you decide mm-hmm. to go down that road. And if you're James Harden in Houston, certainly you can find a, a, a really good time. So, I don't uh, – look, there have been plenty of players who have used, utilized their superstar privilege to take private jets, to go hang out in various places when they have a day off. It's just – Generally, they, you know, it's not it's not advertised uh, in in the same fashion, or you know, there's no harm, no foul. I, it, it is interesting to me that all this is being dug up now, and people are revealing it. 
uh, at a point where he is asked out of Houston. It, 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 it always bothers me just a little bit when kind of knew these things were going on, but nobody wanted to dig into them because he's a four-time first-team All-NBA player uh, running uh, three time, three years in a row, scoring leader of the league, running uh, MVP. And so it suddenly becomes this thing, oh, this, like, James Harden wants out of Houston and look at all the stuff that he was doing that makes him a bad guy. Well, if, if and I'm looking at the media and saying this, we're the ones who vote on all-team first NBA. If we had these stories out there, um, and, and some of us, I would say most of us knew them to some extent. Should they have changed our feelings about whether he was a first team all nba -er? I, I don't think so. Uh, for me, it's, you know, what are you putting on the court? And he put enough on the court to be all the things that he's been. And so am I now going to look at it and say, oh, I can't believe he was doing this. Well, this is why the Rockets never achieved what they achieved. The The issue of, punctuality is not on James Harden. It is on the coach and the GM and the ownership to say, this is how we are going to run this ship. The second you give a star player the latitude to say that the rules are different for you, every star player is going to, for the, uh, if, if that's the direction they want to go, they're going to take advantage of it. And so I just, I look at the situation and I'm, I'm having a hard time changing my view of James Harden just because we have a story out there now that he would take private jets to Vegas or wherever to party. What he's done over the last week or so is because he wants out of Houston and he wants to make it painful enough for the Houston Rockets that they will acquiesce to his desire to be someplace else. Riddle me this one, though, Rick. I mean, I saw a lot of folks saying, oh, look what Houston, everybody leaking all this stuff out. It's like, yeah. okay, how, how is that to their benefit? Because now you're basically, you already knew it was a distressed property. Now you've just put out a fire in half of it. Yeah, yeah. So well, it, it doesn't behoove them to do it. So, And on Harden's side, doesn't make him look like a saint. So how does this help anybody? It, no, it's, fair. it's a fair question in terms of what it does for the, the Houston Rockets. But when, when people get their feelings hurt, uh, as we saw with Dan Gilbert in the Comic Sans letter, yeah. they don't always do the smartest thing. You know, <laughs> a lot of times point. <laughs> I want to get back at this cat. He says we're not any, you know, I mean, he says we're not good enough or, you know, we're not good enough for him. Well, hey, this is what. You know, this is what's been going on with him. So uh, you're right. It doesn't make sense. The good teams don't do it. But, I, I, again, the Houston Rockets and the way they ran their ship, to me, has, they are as culpable for what the, the franchise has and hasn't done while James Harden has been there as any uh, concern about what, you know, James Harden's focus was 24-7. Uh, all right, Rick, if I said here's a blank check for $10,000 and you yeah. got to go to Vegas and you got to bet mm. the following, mm. when James Harden gets traded, ballpark, and who mm. he gets traded to, where do you put your money on? Who? The difficulty is that I mean, I, the, the place that makes the most sense for him is the Miami Heat. Can they make a deal to get him to the Miami Heat? That's the perfect culture for him. He's a missing piece for what they, they, they need. They have some young pieces. What they don't have are draft picks. So, and I've been checking around the league to find out if, uh, if Pat Riley has been in the hunt for draft picks, and I haven't found anybody yet who has, has said, yeah, he, he's made that call. So uh, he needs to go to a culture uh, much like, KD went to the to the Warriors. I mean, a lot of the things that we heard we're hearing about James Harden outside of the partying in Vegas, we heard about KD in in Oklahoma City. Doesn't necessarily always get along with his teammates. Uh, is is you know a great scorer, but doesn't defend well enough to win championships. Isn't really a leader. 
and then he goes to a culture and they can take full advantage of his abilities and he doesn't have to be the leader and suddenly he flourishes. I would say that LeBron did the same thing when he left Cleveland and went to Miami and was now in a culture where he was held accountable all the time and they took advantage of all the other talents that he had. So that to me is, is where he needs to go. I, I'll be honest, I'm, I, I can't tell you this is what I've heard specifically, so this is where I think he's going to go. And that's why you could give me the $10,000 and I'll have a good time with it, but I'm not betting it right now because I don't, I don't have a strong enough feel for ultimately where, where he might. The Portland Trailblazers are another team. Now, they're not on his list. I'm going to go by his list, which is Philly, which I, you know, would they be better? Yes, they would be better. Would they be a title contender? No. And that's not the culture that I would want him in. Brooklyn, I, I don't know what that culture is. We, we, Milwaukee, yes, I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Uh, I would find a way to make to, to get that done. So for me, Milwaukee or Miami make the most sense simply because they're the culture that would get the most out of James and he would give them something that they need, which is a, uh, is a closer, is a guy who can get a shot in any given situation. Funny, I was just going to head to Milwaukee. But first, reminder, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon uh, from the Geico Studios are on the hotline with us. Rick Buecher, senior writer, Bleacher Report, FS1 analyst, at Rick Buecher is where you find him on Twitter. You also see him on Fox Sports 1 uh, during the week. Uh, so, Rick, Giannis resigns, going to stick mm-hmm. around a while. Uh, they brought in Holiday, so that's part one. So it makes him feel warm and fuzzy, I guess, that they made a move. Uh, but what's next, I guess, is the question towards getting to the to the W. Can't, do they have the assets to go and find James Harden or another one of these high-priced uh, veteran players to come help towards the title push? Yeah, uh, again, uh, you know, part of it is, is what, what's, what's Houston uh, willing to take uh, in, in order to make the deal happen. But I would, I would say that, yeah, Milwaukee has, has the asset. Uh, to, to be able to get something done. You probably have to put Chris Middleton in the deal. I would do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can, I can ultimately see, see that happen. But to me, wherever the Bucks go, it's still a matter of now Giannis has planted his flag there. Good on him. I think it's the, the ideal decision for him. But he's the one who needs to get better. Uh, it, 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 he, he's yes, he's a two-time MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. But if they're going to be able to play through him, if they're going to take advantage of all the things that he has, then he has to be able to develop a skill set that is going to work in the postseason, and he's going to have to be able to operate in that mid-post area uh, to fully take advantage. This I I. I don't understand why people are so hot and bothered about him developing a three-point shot. They have plenty of three-point shooters. Put him out in the three-point beyond the arc. I'd love for him to just stand out there and shoot threes. It would be the best thing. Uh, it would. It would. If I'm playing him, that's an advantage. Now, if he's in the mid post, and he and he's got a drop step, he's got a step back. Now I don't know what to do with him because if he can hit those two shots, I mean, a drop step, and he's at the rim. A step back, he's so long, I can't block that shot. Uh, if I crowd him with more than one player, now I got an array of three-point shooters on the perimeter that can knock down shots. Now I have a problem. So uh, for me, the second that Giannis develops that, in much the same way, the, as soon as LeBron James was able to operate below the free-throw line, the Miami Heat started winning championships, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to do the same. All right, Rick, lastly, this may be the toughest question I've asked you all year. So I saved it for the end of the year. I and, highly doubt that. You know, this, is, this is very difficult. You hit me with some zingers. <laughs> Bigger accomplishment, tougher thing to do. All right, bigger accomplishment. The Warriors. I am so scared. You have no I, I idea how scared I am right now. I, don't, <laughs> I do not feel good about this. Go ahead. The Warriors going to five finals in a row, right? Tremendous accomplishment. You know, five years is a big thing to do. Five finals in a row. Or the Knicks winning two of their first three games in this preseason. I knew my trepidation was 
deserved. I knew <laughs> well it. founded, my friend. Well founded. <laughs> I knew it. I knew. You know, when you were talking about the Knicks to open the segment, I knew. I knew we were in trouble. Rick, look. Championship teams, what are the first two things you got to do? You got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Pistons and Cavaliers, check. Championship defense, all three games under 100 points, check. The Knicks are just checking boxes this preseason, man. They're just checking boxes. That's all they're doing. Yeah, and you know, if you and I continue this conversation, we're going to be checking boxes too. Down at the, uh, the, the local grocery store, we're going to be, we're going to be stacking shelves. Don't do this. Oh, wait a minute, wait, I'm actually... Let the Knicks enjoy this for what it is. (laughs) Let them enjoy it. It may not get better than this. And there is the sad truth here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> hey, I'm actually getting in uh, what people are telling me are photos of a young Rick Buecher partying with Don Nelson. All right, so let me let me make sure I get these out here. <laughs> let me see if I tweet these out. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1, Insider Extraordinaire. Rick, as always, my friend, appreciate it. If we don't talk to you before uh, the holidays, have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. You got it. See you, Rick. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'll tell you, Mike, after today, it just reiterates that there's not a coach I have more respect for, I also feel worse for, than Mike Tomlin. There is no coach. After Juju Smith-Schuster today, all I can think of is Mike Tomlin. When he retires, he's going to be the guy in the movie, the old expert that, they, that, that the heroes have to go find because he knows things. And when they find him, he's got this long beard, and he's living in the woods. And he, they say, hey, we need your help. And he goes, are you kidding? I'm done. Do you know what they did to me in Pittsburgh? Do you know what they had to do with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown? And then I had Juju Smith-Schuster? I am done. I am done with everything. That's how I feel about Mike Tomlin. After and he's got like this this house like in the woods where there's just pictures and 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 he's got uh, he's got film going that he's looking up and there's he's just got formations you know chiseled into the wall. He's going, I'm, I'm done. I, I I can't do it anymore. I mean, I don't know what it is, but Pittsburgh just attracts the guys who you want to pull your hair out and make you pull your hair out. After last week where Juju Smith-Schuster got in trouble, hey, when you dance on the logo of your opponent at midfield, that's going to piss off your opponent. And the Bills said that was something that spurred us on because he likes to do it before every game. Well, once the Steelers now got got it handed to them by the Bills, you thought Juju Smith-Schuster was going to say, okay, you know what, maybe I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh, no, no, he doubled down and said today, oh, this is just who I am. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not going to stop being myself. I'm going to be the Juju I came in to be, authentic. Uh, To talk is a new platform that I've used to touch my fans and grow. This is something I've been doing since, you know, the start of the season, mid-season. I even did it on a Cowboys logo. Uh, So it's like... It's not, not just their logo, but the Steelers logo, and, and I plan to just keep doing it. You know, I'm just having fun doing myself. Uh, I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, you know, as long as we, we, we go out there and play, and, and that's how it was. You know, yes, we lost. Uh, they had a few words to say, and, and it, it is what it is. So, yeah, I'm not going to stop doing it. Mike, this is where Mike Tomlin goes, really, can we just have a normal day? Can't we just have a normal day? I got to deal with this. I got to deal with this guy now. I just I got, got rid of this Antonio guy over Brown. here in my left ear. I got Ben Roethlisberger talking about, <laughs> well, if I can't do this anymore, I might as well quit coming out of the other. We just were 11 and 0. Now we're 11 and 2. Everybody hates us. Uh, the memoir is going to be fantastic. I got 500 words on each of the last four years. You gotta, you gotta shorten it, Mike. You have no idea what I was dealing with this entire time. Come on now, uh, yeah, just absolute lunacy. He's gonna end up getting lit up and costing them because Deontay Johnson having trouble catching the football. He got benched, and they're trying to get him back and and figure out what the problem is. I, I, I still say catch with your hands instead of your body would be the first start, uh, the first way to start this thing. But man, I I just Look at what Mike Tomlin's got. It, it, how, how do you quell this? Or do, or do the leaders in the locker room have to go up and, and be like, dude, come on now. You see what you see what you're putting us up against. 
and you're probably going to get lit lit up because of it. You're probably going to get your receiving core members, you know, and a little bit of extracurricular there. And well, then there's Ben Roethlisberger again, not because of what he's saying, but because he is uh, eminently hittable uh, in the pocket, right? <laughs> With the guy that stands there trying to extend plays means he's probably taking extra shots at this time of the year. You, you want to be as peaceful and try to get through as healthy as you can. I like the fire in the belly. Don't get me wrong. I, I like that. I'm going to stay who I am. This one, uh, there's probably a different mountain to go stand on if if you want to make your point about something in your persona. I mean, I, I don't get how you think this is going to help. I'm going to keep doing this because this is who I am. Think for a second about the other guys in the locker room and what this means for all of you trying to win a Super Bowl. I mean, this this is this is Juju Smith Schuster being incredibly selfish, not thinking anywhere outside of himself. When you know what this does, this is where Roethlisberger is. You know what happens when you do that? You know what what happens? How I get hit when they get to me now in the pocket? It doesn't happen to you. This happens to me. And this is where the offensive linemen go. You know what happens to us when when you talk about this? Where what guys get hit on every bleep and play? We do. But and, and it always surprises me when a guy involved in a team game says something like this and is incredibly selfish. I'll tell you, but you're right. That Mike Tomlin uh, end of end of career bio is going to be off the. Oh, that'd be fantastic! Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.